Hey everybody and welcome to This Woman Can. Now I have been doing this podcast in various formats for at least four years or just over four years and one of the things I've always been very keen to do is to make sure I provide content that's relevant to my diverse and changing audience. So you'll see once a month now that I'll be adding some additional information as well as the fantastic interviews and my insights into the challenges for women of colour changing careers over 40. I'll be also seeking the input of various experts in their respective fields about areas that my knowledge is a little sparse on and today is or this this edition is the first episode of that of the ask the expert session and my guest this week is rebecca allen she's actually a career success quote and helps ambitious women managers and early leaders in corporate land their dream jobs and gain greater satisfaction in their careers Rebecca's had over 13 years experience has helped hundreds of women achieve actual change in their life and careers, whether that be from growing wildly in confidence or expanding their influence to negotiating better salaries and much, much more. But she's also an accredited results coach and an LLP master practitioner and is infatuated with growth mindset. And she specialises a lot in personal branding. So, and her background is in branding. So we're going to talk this week about personal branding and how you can create a personal brand when you're over 40. And to be honest, you've never really thought about it much before. If you have any questions, don't forget you can reach out to me at info at JaniceSutherland.com or visit my website, JaniceSutherland.com to share your thoughts, your views. In fact, I'd love to know who you'd love to have as a guest expert in the next coming, in the next few weeks. I've got some already fantastic interviews lined up with additional experts, but I'm always wanting to hear what you, my audience, wants to hear. So sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Woman Can. I am your host, Janice Sutherland, career strategist for women of colour over 40. Now, as much as I purport to know everything, or I believe I know everything, I do, I do acknowledge that there's some gaps in my knowledge. And the one thing I want to do now with, with This Woman Can is, apart from bringing you fantastic interviews, is actually start giving you some more knowledge, some more insight in how you can create the career you want past over 40 and beyond. So today I'm going, we're going to talk about personal branding because it's probably something you've heard banded about and you're not quite sure, well, what is all this about? What is branding? Isn't that what I see on the bottle of ketchup or, you know, in the supermarket? But personal branding is really becoming really, really important now, um, especially as you're looking to change careers or advance in your careers. So I have bought an expert in. I have bought somebody who knows more about this topic than I do. My guest this week is Rebecca Allen. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Janice. How are you? I am fabulous, tip-top and Bristol fashion, as they say, as the English would say. say. (laughs) Um, Rebecca, however, as much as you may hear a tinge of English accent, you may ever hear a tinge of Australian accent because she's in Australia. So um, our worlds have collided or we're oceans apart, but the knowledge we're going to share today is is universal. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on, Janice. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I think my first question then is, what exactly is personal branding? 
It's a very, very good question. And it's something I get asked a lot. <laughs> so um, how I look at uh, personal branding is essentially it's about tapping into your authenticity. Okay. And I think authenticity is one of those words also that gets really overused and talked about and nobody really actually has a clue what it means. Yeah. But essentially how I look at it is I see personal branding as a promise and I see it as a promise, not just to yourself, but also to the people around you. Okay. So what do I mean by that? Well, essentially, if you look at it like this, if you get to understand who you are, which is your authenticity, you know, what drives you, how you want to show up, what behaviors you really want to demonstrate to those key stakeholders around you. That is you creating this promise to yourself as to this is how I want to do business. This is how I want to show up. I want to do this authentically. I want to feel like I'm in alignment with myself. So there's none of those kind of conflicts where you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You just feel like you're in flow and you just feel like you're doing things that appeal to your strengths and that kind of give you your best opportunity to shine. Yeah. yeah. But I also see it as, this promise to the external world too. And that comes from building that kind of consistency around how you behave, a consistency about how you do business with people, how you conduct yourself, how you engage people, how you encourage people around you, for example. And like I say, it's a kind of a two-sided promise, but it all, all comes down to you just being your authentic self and showing the world what you actually want them to see. Because that's the thing. We spend our lives hoping that people are seeing us as we want them to. Yeah. So often our attention is not matched with that perception. Yeah. So we do a lot of work around making sure that those two things are aligned, that intention and perception. I love that description. I love that answer. But my question, when you what came to mind when you said that about authenticity, and I guess we spend a lot of time working on authenticity, but a lot of women, especially in the corporate world, and especially women of a certain age, yeah, uh, you know, Gen Xers, maybe some babe, late baby boomers. Um, yeah. We, and I, I'm talking from my experience that we were told to, almost told we had to portray a certain way, a, cert, a, a certain self um, in order to get ahead. And that didn't involve anything about authenticity. You know, you yeah. have to, you have to look a certain way, act a certain way, speak a certain way, maybe, especially if you bring ethnicity into it as well. Yeah. So it's different. So yeah, why, why, okay, probably two questions there. Why has branding become so important now? And for a woman who has kind of had that drilled into it, that's what you should be. How do you hmm. now go about, go about creating your personal brand? Okay, so I think the reason why it's come up now, I mean, it's been around forever, obviously, but it's yeah. really come to the fore in the last sort of five years or so, 10 years. And I think the reason is, is we're sort of fed up with that stereotype of how we're supposed to do business in a corporate setting. You know, businesses originally were set up by men. That's the reality, mostly white men, right? And businesses were set up hundreds of years ago, 50 years ago, even by men. And so the way of doing business was this very masculine energy. Mm. You have to do this. You have to do this. This is the way we do it. There's no other way to do it. Yeah. And I think we've all kind of realized that there are different ways of doing it. And actually, that's possibly not the best way of doing things. <laughs> and I think we're all a bit over that. And I think, you know, there's all this kind of... Um, you know, awareness now around diversity and awareness around that diversity of thought and how valuable that is. So there's this need, there's a desperate need in business now to have more women yeah. and more diversity and ethnicity also in our conversation so that we arrive at better decision-making for, you know, businesses. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah. the, that's the reason why the timing is so astute. And I think to your point, you know, 
I have also read the mountain of books that are out there because I do my research, Janice, I really do. I have read the mountain of books out there that basically are telling women to just behave more like men, please. Yeah. Can you please yeah. all just do this? You know, women who get ahead in the office, there are loads of these books yeah. around that that are shaming yeah. women into, you know, be more assertive, be aggressive if you need to be, you yeah. know, stand up tall, you know, be more sort of um, vocal. And yeah. all these kinds of very masculine um, pieces of advice that I think is nonsense personally. Um, but there was a swathe. It was like the beginning of the kind of feminist movement, if you like, from, from this perspective. There was a swathe of these books that came out telling women to be more like men. Yeah. And now that's dampened down, I think, from you know the stuff that I read now and certainly the stuff that I teach where it's not about that at all. It's about finding a middle ground somewhere mm. where you're operating, yes, still often in male-dominated spaces, and we have to be res- you know, aware of that. But it's also really, really important to find your own voice and your own energy mm. and your own positioning mm. in that space because when you do that, you really do shine. Like, we can get rid of those big yeah. shoulder pads. Oh, I remember, I remember them pads. so well. <laughs> anymore, you know? And the thing that I really love, Janice, actually, as I've gone through this with so many women now, this process, is what's really, really exciting for me is you really start to see just how powerful that feminine energy actually yes. is. Yeah. You know, it doesn't need to be aggressive. Yeah. It really doesn't. But it doesn't require you to kind of come into your own self mm-hmm. and to get a little bit courageous, a little bit scared, because it is a bit scary to be really authentic and a bit vulnerable. But just say, look, how do I really want to do this? Mm-hmm. And then going out there in the real world and doing that and behaving in that way. And it's amazing the results that yeah. that gets. It's amazing the reception that you get from that. And that just gives you the confidence to continue to sort of show up in your own energy in your own light yeah yeah so so the second part of my question I suppose so you know I, I I'm quite lucky I disbanded my shoulder pads um you know and, <laughs> and my double-breasted women's pant, trouser pantsuits um because That's I remember so it all very I remember it all Those very awful well shoes. Those yeah. really yucky shoes yeah all very well I hear you but, yeah but but um you know I, I, you know, I'm putting myself as a woman who's been in the corporate world for a long, long time, um, you know, conformed to everything she was told to do to get ahead. Yes, she's yearning for something different. She knows that. She feels that's not right. But she doesn't know how to show her authentic self, you know. And I, and, and it was much we're saying these books are saying be aggressive, be assertive, be this. I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't mm. that, that that you know that's kind of been lost in me, and I've been so so used to conforming, for want of a better word. How do I now break out, break out, blossom, you know, emerge, uh, butterfly, (laughs) uh, yeah, break free to to, to be my authentic self, to, you know, to start owning my brand? Okay, so this is such a good question, Janice, because the reality is, it's like we were saying earlier, you know, we've been taught that there's one way of doing corporate life. Yeah. There's this one way, which is nonsense. It's like saying there's only one way to cut a cake or there's only one handbag you can ever wear. It's nonsense, right? We've got choice. There's always choice. So, I mean, personally, I would cut the cake, so I got the biggest slice, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> but the thing is, is I think what we forget as women, um, and I do think it's something that is particular to women, is that we forget where we're already very strong. So mm-hmm. we might not have this natural strength in this area of assertiveness or whatever it is, but we do other things extraordinarily well. Yeah. Possibly, you know, dare I say it better than men. Right. You can say it. You can say and it. This is, this is 
the, the thing that's so funny, right? We all have natural sense, but something that women do extraordinarily well, for example, is analysis. Mm. We're very good. We're kind of wired slightly differently in our brains. And we're very, very good at assessing risk and looking at all the different options and weighing up the, um, the, you know, the ups and the downs, the pros and the cons, getting people to involve themselves and getting different opinions. Mm. We're not scared to do that. A lot of men are very uncomfortable doing that because they feel like they need to know the answer. I have to yeah. be sure it has to yeah. be unilateral. And actually that is a phenomenal strength that women have. And we forget that we have our own armory of tools that are very unique to women. And I mean, obviously men can do this as well. I'm just saying that women do it very well, naturally, yeah. Yeah. generally. And we need to tap into what we do well. So rather than saying it has to be this way or the highway, mm. we have to just say, okay, look, what do I do really well? What do I honestly own? What can I actually bring to the party here that is authentic to me, that is going to give me this opportunity to shine? And, you know, that is going to get me to the outcome just a different way. And yeah. I think that's the thing we forget. We don't have to just go down with this one route, even though there's lots of people saying this is the way to do it. Yeah. We can still do it our own way. And still get to the same outcome. It's just a different path to get there. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. So, so here's me. I'm saying me, the mythical me. Um, you know, coming out of the world now, looking to put, transfer transfer careers, move careers, want to move ahead. What are some of the tips you could share for 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 a woman who's okay? I want to move afford my career now. I want I really didn't really think about my brand, or maybe I had a maybe something just happened. It was just there. But how do I bring my brand to the to to to, to the front? How do I how do I get myself noticed? Um, for, yeah. You know, for want want a better phrase. Yeah, and the noticed bit is a really massive one for women. Yeah. that notice, being known, being recognised. Um, because one thing I do see that we kind of fall into this trap, we kind of work very, very hard and expect that that's going to result in recognition. Yeah. Um, And I see that time and time again in my business. I'm sure you do in yours as well, Janice. But like that is just such a fundamental thing that it's sort of a pattern that we've got into as women working very hard at school, you know, working our butts off and expecting that's going to result in the A grade or the recognition. So it just doesn't work like that in the corporate world. So we do have to be more proactive and we do have to present ourselves in a particular way to create Mm. that perception that we want people to see of us. It's exactly what I was talking about at the beginning. So it is about being more purposeful. I think the, the first answer to that question is it's about being more proactive and being more purposeful about creating that perception that you want people to have. So right. I would suggest getting a piece of paper yeah. and I would suggest yeah. writing down some keywords that you want your key decision makers to think of you collectively. Right. So is it that you're innovative? Is it that you're a massive team player? Is it that you're, um, you know, you're somebody who grows the business? Whatever it is, you have to think about what these positioning statements are that can honestly change the way that you're, you behave and also yep. how you're perceived as a result right. of that. Right. So first and foremost, it's about being purposeful. Okay. And secondly, I think it's about being quite bold and asking yourself what it is you actually want. Right. What do I actually want from this career? Like, what's the point of this whole thing? Mm. Do I actually want to stay in this role for another five years or not? Do I want mm. other opportunities? And career kind of strategy and personal brand strategy go absolutely hand in hand because yeah. if you want to move up the ladder, 
you have to know what you want. You have to be yeah. intentional about that. But you also have to present in a way that shows you're already capable enough to do the job and yeah. competent enough to do the job. Yeah. And that, you know, people like you and people trust you and all those yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great answer. So that's from a corporate angle. I'm going to twist it a little bit. Just, just okay. like I do. So um, that's from the corporate angle. But now I'm um, this woman now. She's done a career. She's done what she wants to know. She wants to set out on her own. She wants to have yep. her own business or, you know, yep. sort out. So how would she take what she's learned or how would she how would she use that to help create her brand? Or how would she create okay. her brand? How would you care? Well, the thing that's kind of interesting, I think, about branding is it's, you know, is it forever evolving, evolving piece. Mm-hmm. So. So in our business, what we do is we help clients actually build what we call a personal brand architecture, which is essentially right. you you designing your brand. This is what it's all about. This is how it interacts, et cetera. And it's a really, really interesting exploration that people go through because they've never thought about this stuff often before. Yeah. But you can, you know, reinvent that whole concept every couple of years if you want to. And I always say to clients to go back to that personal brand architecture that we designed together. It's like right. a one-page document in the end. And see if it still holds true, because, of course, you grow and you evolve and your decisions mm. kind of have changed mm. in a couple of years. And you might decide that some of the key kind of elements of the brand need to change. It might be some behaviors that need to change. It might be some aspirations that need to change, whatever it is. Um, but I think, you know, it doesn't matter when you decide to look at branding. It's always relevant. Right. It's always possible to start from the beginning. It's always yeah. possible to evolve it, to change it. Because you're changing all the time too. Yeah. So I think you can take all of the past experiences. And I think in some respects, what I've seen, because I, you know, I work also with a lot of women in their 40s Hmm. and um, and women in their 30s. And what I see is it's kind of almost easier in your 40s to do it because you've got more experience. Right. And you know, it's it's certainly easy to do it in your 30s, it's easy to do it in your 20s. But I think you've got more clarity about what you want and what right. you don't want. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the big piece yeah. that's different. I think in your 30s, you're kind of very confident about what you want. Yeah. You're not so confident about sort of putting those boundaries up and saying, that's, yeah. I'm not interested in that anymore. But by 40, you're like, right, I'm really, I don't want that anymore. That's definitely not how it's going to be. So yeah. I think it just gives you a bit more information to play with to get that clarity. Right. right. What your brand is all about. Right. Okay. Great. Great. So a lot of what I'm hearing is kind of more like, I suppose, probably an internal, internal aspect. And, you know, and there'll be obviously people learn a bit more about my brand, by the way, interact with them and stuff like that. So how externally, what kind of tools or maybe what's the part of social media or what can I do externally to demonstrate my brand? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a great Great question. And the truth is, it's what you, how you behave that actually creates creates the perception that people have of you. So it's not any intention that you have. It's not, I want to be seen like this. This is kind of a very passive strategy. And I I find a lot of women do that kind of strategy and expect it just to somehow radiate, Mm. you know, Mm. we have to be really purposeful, like I say, about the behaviors that we portray and that we share with people and how we interact with people um, to create that perception and I used to work in advertising that was my corporate background and the thing that was I loved about the advertising piece was the branding bit in terms of how to establish this brand and how you actually endear a brand to a consumer like how do you actually differentiate 
you know, one cough and cold product to a, from another one? And how do you differentiate a bank from another bank? You know, I found that so fascinating. And the reality is, is in brand theory and consumer brand theory, it's exactly the same as personal brand theory, is you have two aspects. You have the rational side and you have the emotional side. Right. And we have to constantly be thinking about the two. So what does that actually mean in real terms when it comes to personal branding? Rational um, kind of strategy is about helping people see that you're competent, that you can do yeah. the job, that you can deliver, that you, you know, you're, um, you're, you're capable emotional is like, well, actually, do I like this person? And do I like being with this person? Do I feel safe with this person is a massive Mm -hmm. one, something that we don't talk about, but it's a massive subconscious need that we all have when we're with anybody, whether it's a partner or whether it's a friend or whether it's a colleague or a boss, we want to actually feel safe. And branding, when you do it effectively with personal branding, that's when, you know, when you see the best leaders out there, they make people feel safe to share Right. to you know express themselves to be honest in the group to collaborate yeah and that's a massive massive skill as a leader to make yeah. people feel safe yeah so yeah like I say you know it's constantly about working on this balance between demonstrating the rational side that you're competent mm-hmm. and demonstrating this emotional side that you connect with people you care about people and that you make them feel good about themselves fabulous fabulous now that's been a great explanation so just as an example, because this is my, probably my last, que- my last question on, on personal branding. Um, for anybody who's listening, for anyone that's listening to thinking, well, I'm still a, little bit, still a little bit confused to what personal branding, how do I know, you know what my, my personal brand looks like? Are there any women, women out there that, you, that come to mind or exam- examples of, of a strong personal brand or having a stellar personal brand? Okay, well, I think of like obvious out, you know, celebrities because that's kind of yeah, the easy yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, I would say Oprah has a very strong yeah. personal brand. Yeah. I mean, we all know Oprah. We all know what she stands for. She's a great yeah. example of it. She's, you know, she comes across in a very professional way all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, she's somebody who endears people. She's certainly competent. She's kind of working all the time on creating a perception that yeah. she wants you to have with her. And she's a master at it. Yeah. You know, so I would say Oprah is a great example. Another person who's probably, you know, working on that is Catherine, who's going to be the future queen of the UK. Oh, right. You know, okay. Um, yeah. I would say her because she's, I mean, she's very, very kind of covered in people trying to work on her brand. So she's surrounded by, like Oprah is, but they're surrounded by people orchestrating this, you know, brand, if you yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, if you just thought of somebody in your own world, if you thought of somebody in your own world, it could be a friend of yours. It could be a family member. It could be somebody who, you know, you just really respect. What yeah. I would suggest you do is have a look at what they do. What are they doing to present themselves in this way? How are they building trust with people? What is it they do? Look at the behaviors. It's the behaviors that matter. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I suggest is just looking at somebody and modeling behavior and seeing yeah what it is you think that they're doing that, you know, like you might've had a really great mentor, a really great leader. Yeah. yeah. And just think about what they did. It might be really subtle. It doesn't have to be. And I think that the thing that's interesting about branding is you don't have to do massive changes. Right. Right. Doing things to make a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would suggest is to look at somebody who you respect. Yeah. Um, not somebody you don't respect <laughs> and just have a look at what they're doing. 
Yeah, fabulous. So, and my probably my last question was I lied. Um, so, you know, <laughs> it's all right, we could go. You, all you, gave, you gave a couple of tips already, but I suppose just give one core tip for anybody starting to think about their personal brand. What's the first thing um, or one core tip you can share? I think the fundamental piece, and you and I have talked about this before, is when we're talking about authenticity and being authentic and really tapping into who you are. The best place to start is always your values. Right. Yeah. And values is where it's at. And people talk about values all day long again, but yeah. it's because it's true, yeah. right? Yeah. You have to really understand our values. And behind every sort of um, value, there's some sort of emotional need too that's there for you. It's like you need something, you need this thing. And that's too complicated a compli- uh, subject to go into now. But I would start always with values because you do need your values to be um, recognized and to yeah. feel aligned and to feel like they're getting, I always say the airtime they want, you know, right. think of them like right. yeah. news time readers on the, on the TV, you know, they need that kind of time to, to have the airtime that they need. So if something like, I don't know, um, if recognition is an important value of yours, you have to stay true to that. It's such a massive value for so many women. Mm-hmm. And so many women feel unrecognized that so that is an example of the value being compromised. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to ask yourself, okay, if I'm feeling unrecognized, what's missing for me? What do I need? Because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to be your strong, authentic self if something yeah. huge like recognition is missing for you. Yeah. You have to be recognized if you need recognition, right? So I would ask yourself, what's really important to me is a great way to find out what right. your values are. Right. What's really important to me, what's missing for me can also throw up Mm. those values. Mm. And you can start saying, okay, well, if that's the case, what do I actually fundamentally need? Because before Mm. you even go into all of this strategy stuff, branding and career, you need to get yourself met. You need to have your values met. Yeah. So that's always my first point, my always starting point with every client and any listener on the phone. I would always urge you to either do it by yourself or get some help from somebody who can help you do it. Yeah. Because it's life-changing. Like when I found out, you know, what values were all about, I was like, this sounds a bit wishy-washy. And then I started getting into it and I was like, holy cow, this is such a game changer when yeah. you work this stuff out. Yeah. And it simplifies things, right? You can suddenly say, okay, I need this because it's on my values list. I don't mm. need this anymore. And it simplifies your decision-making mm. and it helps mm. you make better decisions, I think, for you and for your career. Fabulous, fabulous. Now that was my last question. Honestly, <laughs> <Sure>. honestly. <laughs> but Rebecca, thank you. If anybody wants to know more about what you do or connect or find out more about you, how can they do that? Sure. Thank you so much, Jess. Um, well, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Rebecca yeah. Allen, career coach. I'm Rebecca Allen, career coach everywhere. So you'll find me. Um, you can also tap into my podcast for ambitious career. Um, or if you're into, you know, resources and tools, then I have the seven habits of female execs to get promoted, which is basically a smorgasbord of strategies to help you get promoted, to help you build that visibility and get that recognition. And if you want access to that, you just go to rebeccasfreegift.com and you'll get it straight to your inbox. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Rebecca. So great insight, great information. I definitely couldn't, I definitely couldn't have regurgitated that myself. So thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much for that. And uh, you're so welcome. Thank you, Janice. You're welcome. Well, some great insights there from Rebecca. And my key takeaways I took from that was that you had to be proactive and purposeful about the perception that you want people to have of you about your personal brand and the fact that 
your values, your personal values, though we may not think about them, actually play an integral and really important part in our brand. And I think another thing, lots of takeaways, lots of thoughts there, was how career strategy and branding go hand in hand, which is one of the reasons why I really wanted to focus on that topic in this in this week's with this week's edition of This Woman Can, because we often overlook that unfortunately perception is reality you know it's what people see of us and if we haven't got our brand right if we're not showing the part of us that we want people to see to take as our brand to take us serious seriously as then they're not going to look at us in the in the light we need when it comes to our careers when I embarked on my last career transition, that was me leaving the corporate world and going into entrepreneurship, becoming the career coach that I am today. Um, I really had to think long and hard on what I could take from my prior career, um, which was very lengthy, a very extensive, very successful, that would also shine a light on the things I did as a career strategist as helping women over 40. I wanted to demonstrate that not only was I approachable um, with this and all the knowledge with all the knowledge I had, but that I could help women find clarity when it came to their careers and what they wanted to do. That they I could convey that they had courage or I had the courage to help them through that and the confidence to help them pursue the path they wanted to do. So my image or my brand that I want to convey had to be also very authentic to me because what makes me a successful coach is who I am. So I want to portray the authenticity as much as possible in what I do through the podcast, through my writing, through my social media, through the conferences I speak at and the topics I'm very passionate about. And hopefully that all comes across in what and what I'm doing. Now, I really want to make sure I help you in your career going forward. And a quick question is, have you signed up for my newsletter? If you haven't, head over to my website, JaniceSutherland.com. Um, just go down to the about page and you'll see where there's some information there where you can sign up for my newsletter. This is how I make sure I share all the knowledge, the skills, the advice, the guidance that you need when it comes to changing careers as a woman of colour you know, out there, you know, transitioning and try, wanting to move ahead, even where they currently are. You know, you'll find lots of hints and tips or you'll get lots of hints and tips on, and advice on things you can do to move forward, strategies you can use to take forward in your careers. So that's it for this week. You know, I've said quite a bit, I think. Um, as always, remember, I always say to you, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time.